Hello, friends. Welcome to Trivia Over Tea, the quiz show podcast where we drink tea and play trivia. I am your host, Matthew Cook, and I'm here virtually with our guest scorekeeper, Mason Cook. So, Mason, how are you today? I'm, I'm doing very well today. Uh, I don't have tea on hand because I just kind of uh, admittedly rolled out of bed for this. I, I do have some nice water, though. So, you know. The basis of tea. Yeah. Water. See? Very good. Alrighty, let's meet this week's contestants. First, we have RJ. Hi, I'm RJ. Uh, I'm a senior at Wake Forest University in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Uh, I'm studying anthropology and Italian. Captain of the fencing club here, and I will be drinking 128 fluid ounces <laughs> of Arnold Palmer sweet tea and lemonade mixture, which is, the, he's the most famous alumnus of my school, so I figured I'd represent. I didn't know he went to Wake Forest. Well, That's there's really cool. a little trivia for you. Wow, okay. Well, um, already uh, giving it away that I did not come up with an Arnold Palmer question for this episode, so yeah. Well, thank you for being here, RJ. And we thank also have having. Graciela. Hi, um, I'm Graciela. I'm currently a first year grad student at the University of South Carolina, go Cox. Um, and today I will be drinking some apple juice. I also do not have tea with me, but you know, apple juice still hearty and full of vitamins and the things you need for that good old brain. <laughs> that's true, but it's not tea. Um, yeah, that's unfortunate, but thank you for being here anyway. Um, as with all of our episodes, we'll have four rounds of questions, each with a slightly different format. And so without further ado, Mason will explain the rules for round one. All right. Round one is the first general knowledge round. Each question is worth 10 points. Uh, contestants will get five questions on, well, general knowledge. All righty. RJ, you are up first. Are you ready? I am ready. Let's do this. Okay. Question one. In which Revolutionary War battle was the shot heard round the world fired? A, Bunker Hill, B, Lexington and Concord, or C, Saratoga? B, Lexington and Concord. That's correct. This was April 19th, 1775 and marked the beginning of the Revolutionary War. Question two. Which of the following iPhone series is Apple's top selling iPhone series? A, the iPhone 4, B, the iPhone 12, or C, the iPhone 6? C, the iPhone 6? That's correct. The 6 and 6S have sold over 221 million units as of 2021. Um, it is followed in sales by the iPhone 5 and 5S. Question three. Which of the following European capital cities has never had a team win the UEFA Champions League? A, Paris, B, London, or C, Bucharest? C, Bucharest? No, it's actually Paris, believe it or not. Uh, Chelsea from London has won the Champions League twice, and Steaua um, Bucharesti won it in 1986. There you go. Yeah. Question four. In the Canadian federal election held on September 20th, the Liberal Party won seats in what province, which they were shut out of in the 2019 election? A, Manitoba, B, Alberta, or C, British Columbia? Manitoba? No, they were shut out of Alberta in 2019, but they managed to claim two seats in this most recent election. Alberta has long been known as a conservative bastion of Canada, 
the Conservative Party had held 33 of Alberta's 34 seats in the House of Commons in the previous parliament. The New Democratic Party had the other one. And finally, question five. Who was president the last time a Wake Forest basketball team won the ACC tournament? A, Barack Obama, B, George W. Bush, or C, Bill Clinton? George W. Bush. Uh, no, actually, Bill Clinton was president. Ah. Yeah. Uh, the men's basketball team won in 1995 and 1996 after having previously won in 1953, 61, and 62. The women have never won an ACC tournament. And, the, and, a, and neither team has won since. So. Should have been on top of that last one. <laughs> yeah. All righty, Graciela, are you ready for your five questions? Yes, I am. All righty. Question one. What is the group that makes up the far right column of the periodic table of elements? A, halogens, B, noble gases, or C, alkali metals? Hmm. I'm going to go with B. That's correct. Ooh, okay. um, this group includes helium, neon, argon, krypton, xenon, radon, and oganesson. Question two. In the Canadian federal election held on September 20th, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau was re-elected as the member of parliament for the riding of Papineau, which is located in which city? A, Toronto, B, Ottawa, or C, Montreal? We go with C. That's correct. Trudeau has been Papineau's member of parliament since 2008, and he has been prime minister since 2015. You know, last time I was on here, you also asked me a question about like Canadian provinces and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And I feel like I should have been more prepared this time around. Yeah. Well, you got it right. So you redeemed <laughs> yourself. That's that's all you can really ask for. You're showing improvement there every you time you're on the show. Right. Question three. In 2015, what fast food chain experienced several outbreaks of norovirus, E. coli, and salmonella, which eventually caused them to close all of their restaurants on February 8, 2016, for an all-staff meeting on food safety? A. McDonald's, B. Panera Bread, or C. Chipotle? C. Chipotle. That's correct. Chipotle stock reached $757 on August 5, 2015, but by December 31st, 2015, it was all the way down to $479, highlighting their mm -hmm. issues that year. Question four. What U.S. state was the first state in the country to abolish the death penalty? A, Wisconsin, B, Rhode Island, or C, Michigan? I'm going to go with B. No, it was actually C, Michigan. Um, the death penalty has been banned in Michigan since 1846. Wow. Yeah. And finally, question five. Which U.S. president, born at a time when the border between the Carolinas did not exist, claimed he was born in South Carolina? A, Andrew Jackson, B, James K. Polk, or C, Andrew Johnson? I'm going to go with B, but that's just because I know the name Polk, and so... I I like that one. <laughs> um, it was not Polk. Um, he was born in North Carolina. It was Andrew Jackson who claimed that he was born in South Carolina. He was born in the Waxhaw Settlement, which was on the border between North and South Carolina near Raleigh. Sorry, near Charlotte, I mean. Polk was born in Pineville, North Carolina, and Johnson was born in Raleigh. All righty, that's the end of round one. So 
Mason, can you please give us a score update? Uh, gladly. Also, shout outs to uh, Nate Sachs for contributing that uh, your, uh, UEFA question. Oh, thank you, Nate. So after that round, Graciela leads with 30 points to RJ's 20. It's time for our weekly audience question. If you'll recall, last week our question was, what is the least populous U.S. state capital? And the answer to that is Montpelier, Vermont, which at the 2020 census had a population of just 7,477 people. So very, very, very tiny. Alrighty, for this week, our question is, Margaret Thatcher, who was born on October 13, 1925, became known by what nickname for her uncompromising politics and leadership style? So, have a think about that, send me your answers, and I'll announce the correct answer next week. Alrighty, and now it is time for round two. So, Mason, can you please explain the rules? Alright, round two is our directed round. Each contestant will gain five questions on the same subject that are worth 20 points each. If they get it wrong, however, the opponent can bounce back the question for 10. Alrighty. RJ, you are up first. Um, so one of the topics that we had to um, shuffle around because of our little recording mishap for our September episodes um, was Bernie Sanders, who was born on September 8th, 1941. And so I am repurposing those questions for this week. So we're giving Bernie Sanders a five-week late birthday round. That didn't make any sense. But RJ, your questions are going to be about Bernie Sanders. That's the bottom. All right. (laughs) Well, happy birthday, Bernie. Okay. Question one. Bernie Sanders has represented what state in the U.S. Senate since 2007? Oh, my gosh. I should totally know this. Uh, Vermont? That's correct. Um, Before that, he represented the state's at-large district in the House of Representatives from 1991 to 2007. Question two. On August 28, 1963, Sanders was in attendance for Martin Luther King Jr.'s I Have a Dream speech, given at what event? March on Washington. That's correct. Sanders was a student at the University of Chicago at the time. Question three. Sanders first ran for Senate in the 1972 special election as the member of the Liberty Union Party, and again in the 1974 general election, where he lost to what other current Vermont Senator. Ooh, this is a, I don't know very much about Vermont. Uh, I have no idea. Okay. Graciela, do you know? No, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, the other current Vermont Senator is Patrick Leahy. Sanders got 4% of the vote as a third party candidate in that election. Leahy is, and so Leahy is the longest serving current Senator having served since 1975. Okay, so Leahy. 46 years. It's a long time. <laughs> yes. Yes. Very, very, very long time. He's very, very, very old, time. as most of the senators are, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Question four. From 1981 to 1989, Sanders was the mayor of what largest city in Vermont? Uh, I have no idea. I really should have looked up Vermont, I guess. <laughs> you didn't know Vermont was coming? <laughs> Uh, always suspect Vermont. I'll note that yeah. next time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do, do you have a guess? I do not. I don't know a single city in Vermont. <laughs> okay. Uh, Graciela, do you know any cities in Vermont? 
No, nope, nope. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, the largest city in Vermont, uh, where Bernie Sanders was mayor, is Burlington. And he led the revitalization of the city's waterfront on Lake Champlain. Lake Champlain, sorry. And the city became the first in the U.S. to fund community trust housing. And they also got a minor league baseball team, the Vermont Reds, which no longer exist. But they did at the time. And finally, question five. Following Joe Biden's inauguration on January 20th, 2021, a popular meme circulated around the internet showing Sanders wearing what? Mittens. Yes. yes. <laughs> it was incredibly fun. Got that one. <laughs> yep, there you go. All righty, that's uh, not the end of round two. Graciela, are you ready for your five questions? Yes, I okay. am. So your topic um, is someone who was actually born on the date that this episode is being released, um, and that is Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who was born October 13th, 1989. Mm -hmm. So here we go. Question one. Um, Ocasio-Cortez's family has roots in what U.S. Caribbean island territory? Mm, I'm going to say Puerto Rico, but I don't think that's right. No, that's correct. Puerto Rico. Oh. <laughs> um, her father was born in New York to a Puerto Rican family, and her mother was born in Puerto Rico. Question two. AOC's achievements in microbiology research led MIT Lincoln Laboratory to name what space body after her? See, I don't even know what a space body is, so I do not know the answer to this question. I have to say, the, this I, I had a difficult time trying to find the right term to describe this. Wikipedia and other places wanted to describe this thing as a small planet. But to me, it's not a small planet. But I'm also not an astronomer, so maybe that's not correct. But anyway, um, RJ, do you know? I do not know which small planet is named after. Okay, well, we're, we're looking for a generic term. Oh. Uh, meteor? <laughs> Close. But I think, I think a meteor is fundamentally different from an asteroid, which is, uh, which is the yeah. answer. Um, she won second place in the Intel International Science and Engineering Fair in 2007. Her asteroid is 23238 Ocasio-Cortez. Question three. As a college student, AOC interned for what longtime Massachusetts senator whose brother was a former president? Couldn't tell you. I couldn't. Not even, I guess. <laughs> okay. RJ? Uh, I don't know. I, Kennedy? <laughs> um, yeah. Which Kennedy? Oh, uh, the one who didn't die. <laughs> um, uh, Robert? No, no, it was not Robert. It was Ted Kennedy. Ted Kennedy. Yeah. Um, yeah, Bob Bobby Kennedy uh, was assassinated in 1968 while he was a senator uh, from New York um, running for president. Um, AOC was a student at Boston University at the time that she interned for Ted Kennedy. Question four. Before running for Congress, AOC's activism took her to places like what Native American reservation in North Dakota where she spoke to people affected by the Dakota Access Pipeline. I do not know. I knew about the pipeline, but I don't know the name of the area. Okay. RJ? Blackfoot Tribe? No, this is the Standing Rock Reservation. Mm -hmm. And this was following the 2016 general election in which she had worked for Bernie Sanders' campaign. 
And finally, question five. AOC currently represents New York's 14th congressional district, which includes the eastern part of what New York City borough of which she is a resident? Brooklyn, right? No. No. RJ. Right. Uh, oof. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Bronx? It's the Bronx. Hey. <laughs> Her district also covers part of North Central Queens and Rikers Island. Mm-hmm. That's the end of round two. So, Mason, can you please give us a score update? Yeah, also to clarify uh, one thing about minor league baseball in Burlington, uh, they do still technically have a team, uh, the Vermont Sea Monsters, that are now a, a collegiate league team, but were actually um, in the minor league system until uh, 2020. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, so, good to know. In that round, RJ did very well, getting 70 points. Uh, Graciela got 20. And so RJ leads Graciela 90 to 50. Now it is time for round three. So Mason, can you please tell us the rules? Of course. Round three is our second general knowledge round. Correct answers are worth 30 points. However, if you get it wrong, your opponent can bounce it back for 15. Alrighty, RJ, are you ready for your five questions? Yeah, let's go. Let's do it. Okay. Question one. What cross-country interstate highway begins in Wilmington, North Carolina, runs the length of the state, and continues all the way to Barstow, California? Oh, man. Wilmington. Oof. I don't know. I'm going to go 50? No. No. Graciela. <laughs> no, no, no answers. <laughs> no, okay. Um, this is I-40, which also ah. runs through Winston-Salem. Uh, it runs 2,559 miles, making it the third longest interstate highway behind I-90 and I-80. Question two. What common liquid has a pH of seven? Water. That's correct. It is neither an acid nor base. Question three. The Santa Monica Pier is the western terminus of what historic U.S. highway, which started in Chicago? Uh, I have no idea. No. Okay. Graciela? Nope. Nope. (laughs) Okay. Um, It was featured in the movie Cars, among other things. Um, 66. 66. Yeah. Oh. Um, the original Eastern <laughs> terminus was at the intersection of Michigan and Jackson in downtown Chicago. Only parts of the highway remain today. Hmm. Question four, what river forms the entire border between Mexico and Texas? The Rio Grande. That's correct. Um, the river then continues north into New Mexico, passing through Albuquerque and into Colorado. And finally, question five in 1984, Artists Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird used money from a tax refund to publish the first comic documenting the adventures of what fictional quartet of heroes? Um, sorry, can you repeat the year? 1984. 1984. I do not know. Okay. Graciela? The only quartet of, like, superheroes I think of is the Ninja Turtles, but I don't think that's right. No, that's, that's correct. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Very good. 
All righty, Graciela, are you ready for your five questions? Sure. All righty. Question one. What interstate highway, despite being signed as an east-west highway, has more of a north-south route extending from Charleston, South Carolina to Kingsport, Tennessee? Hmm. I do not know. Okay. RJ. <laughs> uh, uh, let's say 22. <laughs> You're close. Uh, it's 26. High 26. Ah. Yeah. Runs uh, 305 miles between the two cities. Question two. Champagne may only be called Champagne if it is from the namesake wine region of what country? France. That's correct. Champagne must follow strict rules outlined by the Comité Interprofessionnel du Vin du Champagne. Most countries have laws banning the labeling of sparkling wines produced domestically as champagne. Question three. On September 11th, what arts company performed the Verdi Requiem in commemoration of the 20th anniversary of 9-11, which was their first performance in their theater since March 2020? I do not know. Okay. RJ? The Arena Stage Group? No. This is the Metropolitan Opera in new york uh the performance was broadcast on pbs as a part of their great performances series and was also broadcast outside the metropolitan opera house in lincoln center question four what division one sports conference contains several midwestern universities such as michigan ohio state and illinois among others is it the big 10 that that's part? correct though the big 10 actually has 14 members uh, the most recent additions were Rutgers and the University of Maryland. And finally, question five. 1954 saw the beginning of production of the peanut variety of what popular children's candy? Or, I don't know why it has to be children's, but just because I eat these all the time. Uh, what popular candy? M&M's. That's correct. Yeah, Mason, why did you, why did you say children's candy? I don't know. I was tired when I wrote that question. Okay, <laughs> that's, that's true. That's true. Um, yeah. For the record, I I eat M and M's almost every single day. Um, yeah. Well, that's the end of round three. So, Mason, can you please give us a score update? So, uh, th this is going to be close. In fact, I, Matthew, I think this is the closest non-tied round we've had going into the final. Uh, Graciela came storming back. Uh, gaining 105 points in that round, RJ gaining 60. And so the current score, Graciela 155, RJ 150. Well, now it is time for round four. So Mason, can you please tell us the rules? All right. Round four is the showdown. So there will be three questions, each worth 40 points. Uh, contestants will write down their answers or, you know, somehow indicator lock them in and we'll reveal them at the same time. Alrighty. Graciela, RJ, are you ready? I am ready. Got okay. my little pink pen. Good to go. Excellent. Graciela, where'd you go? I need to get my paper. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> where'd you go? Okay. Here we go. Question one. Which of King Henry VIII's six wives gave birth to his son and heir, the future King Edward VI. Alrighty, RJ, what is your answer? Mine was Anne Boleyn. Graciela? Jane Seymour. 
as Jane Seymour. Ah. Yeah, she died in childbirth, um, and it is speculated that she was Henry's favorite wife because she gave him a male heir. She was the only one of his wives to be given a queen's funeral, and Henry is buried next to her. Question two. On April 4th, 1968, Martin Luther King Jr. was assassinated at what Memphis hotel? All right. Do we have answers, guesses, RJ? Wrong one, probably. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I just said a holiday. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll go with a popular one. Mm -hmm. No, that's, that's, that's fair. Um, it's not correct, but. I didn't guess. think so. <laughs> um, Graciela? No, I mine was blank. I feel like we've, I mean, I definitely have learned this, but it, it's been years since I took like, mm -hmm. a general history class. Um, this was the Lorraine Motel. The motel is preserved today as a part of the National Civil Rights Museum in Memphis, which in 2016 became a Smithsonian affiliate museum. And finally, question three. Which businessman, newspaper publisher, and politician built his namesake castle on the central coast of California? All righty. RJ, what is your answer? Said Pulitzer. Graciela? That's who I also said Pulitzer. You chose the wrong one. It was actually William Randolph Hearst. Hearst Castle. Hearst Castle was designed by Julia Morgan, the first woman to receive the American Institute of Architects gold medal. Work was started in 1919 and continued as Hearst's vision for the property evolved until 1947, when he when his health forced him to leave the castle for the last time. And I will add parenthetically that it is spectacular, and it should be on everyone's bucket list because it's just the most incredible place on earth. And you, it, it's just amazing that someone had that much money <laughs> to spend on all that. Definitely yeah, check was, it out. I was, singing, <laughs> I was singing Newsies in my head. So I knew it was either Hertz or Pulitzer or because yeah. those were the only two that I knew. And I just took the wrong one. <laughs> Mr. Hertz, uh, Hurst and Pulitzer, have we got news for you? Exactly. I believe it is. And the world will know in the journal too. Yes. yes. I know it well. <laughs> well. Eater kids. <laughs> okay, Mason. That's the end of the game. Um, Mason, despite your wisecrack, do you want to give us the final score? Yeah, although I would like to add to my brother's um, comment and, and say that Hearst Castle is fantastic and everyone should visit it at some point. Um, so Graciela was the only one to gain points in that round. She got 40 points. And so Graciela finished with 195, RJ with 150. Therefore, Graciela is our winner. Woo! Congratulations, Graciela. You have won. Do you have anything you'd like to say? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, I'd like to thank my parents and my teachers and friends for, you know, the constant belief in my knowledge. <laughs> Very good. Thank you, Graciela. That's our show for this week, folks. Thank you, RJ and Graciela, for being on the show today, as well as Mason Cook for being our scorekeeper and for composing the music. Today's questions were written by Sophie Wilbert, Caitlin Fick, Matthew Hauser, Mason Cook, and yours truly. And thank you for listening. Please like and subscribe to Trivia Over Tea on your preferred podcast platform and leave us a review if you enjoyed it. 
Check out our Facebook and Instagram pages at Trivia Over Tea, and feel free to message us there if you have any comments or suggestions regarding the show. And tune in next week when we'll have two new contestants and 33 more fantastic questions. Thank you. We'll see you next week.